Okay, so today I was at the store and I go out to my car mm-hmm. and I start the car and I go in reverse and I don't really move and my steering wheel doesn't move and I look at the dashboard and like all of these lights are lit up and then on the little message thing it says like anti-lock brake system malfunction, power steering malfunction, something else malfunction, like all of these systems. It's like they're fighting each other for the warning systems like malfunction, malfunction. My car is only two years old. It's got like 56,000 miles on it. Like I drive it a lot, but it's still only two years old. Like Mm. crazy stuff shouldn't be happening. Right. So I'm thinking like, what is going on? So I was, I backed out. I had already backed out. And so instead of leaving, I just like pulled into another space and I was just kind of like sitting there thinking like, not everything can be ruined like right at first because at first i felt my brake was a little bit like spongy and i thought that like i ruptured a brake line or something mm-hmm. and the message said like anti-like brake system malfunction stop driving soon or something right. or seek a place to stop soon and um so i stopped and then i didn't even get out i was just sitting there and i'm like there's no way all of this stuff can be going wrong like what the heck is going so I just turned it off mm-hmm. and sat there for a couple minutes mm-hmm. and then turned it back on and it was all gone. Fixed itself. It fixed itself. It's Japanese, man. <laughs> I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> but in and like I drove the rest of the day mm-hmm. and it was no problem. Yeah. And just coming over here now, it's no problem. So I don't know what the heck. I mean, some computer thing, obviously. Right. But it it's a little disconcerting to me that that can happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen that happen with a car. Now, this is the newest, obviously, the newest car. Like, I haven't been driving new cars. Right. You know, like, my previous car was, like, a 2002, and I drove, like, a 2010 a little bit before that. But, mm-hmm. like... So cars are becoming more computerized, but it goes back, like my work computer, I have right. a Mac at work. It sucks. We got like these fancy computers at work. Mm-hmm. The old computer I had was fine. This fancy computer, like I had it two months, they had to like re-wipe it out and reinstall stuff. And it still doesn't like, it takes like 10 minutes to start in the right. morning. It'll right. just shut down for no reason. And it just makes me wonder like if computers just do what we tell them to do. Mm-hmm. How does stuff just go wrong out of the blue? Like it's just going along one day and then it's all messed up. Cheapness. I mean, electronics. They aren't building the the computers like very well. They're just that Mac is like three thousand dollars or something. It's yeah, like supposed to be great, but and it's like, but it's built in the same factory as. Uh, is the HP and the Dell? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's right. not different. I mean, they use different software, sure, but I mean, the innards are all the same. And we'll have a bunch of Mac people yelling, "Oh, oh no, it's totally <laughs> different!" Yeah, yeah, sure, it is. So, so I have been having the same type of issue actually with my vehicle. The okay. Uh, my vehicle has 46,000 miles on it. I've had it for almost a year. Um, 
when I bought it, it had 11,000 miles. It's a 2018 okay. also. And it's highly computerized, like yours, like all cars are. Right, yeah. And it was my first... My last car was an 04, okay? Mm-hmm. It had... Obviously, it has computerized things on it. But, right, not to that extent. But it was still basic. I, right. It was still basic. And nothing went wrong on it ever. Want to know why? Because it was pretty basic. Right. So, so I have this car. I love my car. It's comfortable. I think it's cool. But um, um, in the last like month or so, it's been locking itself. I'll, oh god! I go get out of the car and it's inconvenient. Locks locks itself, and then sometimes the I will unlock it. Had the door opened up and it will keep locking and unlocking oh my god you can hear it and then i'll shut it and it will beep the yeah it, the doors lock and the horns go off like four or five times so <laughs> so i'm like okay this is irritating because i'm sure people are watching me and when this is happening like right after it happens i can't get back into the car oh god so i'm out there Looking like an idiot, right. like, like God, arguing with yeah, your car. <laughs> this guy can't get his car open, and now the trunk is just popping open. Oh my God! I was driving down the road a couple of weeks ago, and the truck <laughs> trunk popped open. Better not keep anything good back there. I know. And then I came out to my garage last Tuesday night. I had been inside a few hours. I took the trash out to put it in a garbage can look over trunks open so i had the day off friday i take it in and they tell me they're they haven't seen this ever Apparently, I'm the first person in the U.S. That's always reassuring. That has had this happen. Yeah, I'm sure you to are. To the point where they called headquarters. Yeah. And headquarters says, this has never happened. <laughs> I am some jackass <laughs> in Cherville, Indiana, is the only You're person. You're the unicorn, man. It's the only person in the country that has had this issue. Hmm. So, so of course they don't know how to fix it or what to do or anything. Right. So, headquarters tells them there's nothing to do because it has never happened. Yeah. They tell me this. <laughs> You're like, it's happening to me. So I go, well, there was the the mechanic, then the like the, the like service manager mm-hmm. and uh, and the service ma- uh, manager witnessed it when I pulled in because okay, I well, got out good. of the car and I shut it and he right away told me your key is beeping red it's like it's engaging constantly you shouldn't be doing that yeah. oh I know that <laughs> that's why I'm so here. then this other this other manager um says well can you this is about an hour hour later he 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 wants me to replicate it and uh and I'm thinking well it's not something that I right, do right you don't do it the I'm card not does it doing it and it's doing it 75% of the time oh wow which is a lot yeah but there's a 25% right. chance it's, it's not going to happen so, so I um 
head into the like workshop area. I try it out. It's not happening. Then they're like, well, I mean, no, it's not happening. It's cleared itself. I go, I go. if I leave here, it's I'm going to come back yeah. because it's going to happen after right. I leave. And the um, dude tells me, well, I mean, if it does, then come back. Yeah. So I take my car, drive to the Walmart parking lot, get out of the car, and it's doing it even worse. Yeah. So I jump back in, drive it back over. It's like two minutes away. And uh, and the manager and the mechanic are actually in the life service here. They watched me pull in, and and I got out of the car, and it did it the worst ever. Oh, really? So they're like the – mechanic is like wow i can't but he, he's it's like beeping over and over yeah like he's looking at both keys there there's a red light on both they're both turning on and he goes this is this is so wild that's so crazy they, they claim this so so i drop it off i went there at 8 30 now it's it's uh it, uh, 11.45, and I end up saying, Ugh. okay, I'll just Uber home and just, you know, um, um, let me know what you figure out. Yeah. So I Ubered, Ubered back home, had some um, irritation pizza. I ordered a pizza. <laughs> so they call me, and then they say, well... Well, we think it's your door handle, the the, the like sensors in it, because I, oh, okay. to open it, I, I just put my hand in it and it oh, opens. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's idiot. That technology yeah. just just right away says this will malfunction right. at yeah. some point. It's, yeah. it's it's just I really don't need that. Right. But it's on all who yeah. all their cars. Yeah. So. Uh, they have to put a new door handle on, but they don't come painted. So oh. they put the old one back on, and I have to go back this week, and they'll pop on the new painted one. You say pop on the new painted one. Well, There'll uh, be another three hours that you'll end up sitting there because it's a well, stupid car Well, he told me that it takes them 20 minutes to pop it on. Two so, hours at Right, least. right, right. We'll see. So car dealerships both of us had had... Car troubles, same age cars, and yeah. no, the same weekend really. One from Germany and one from Japan. That's right. It's those WW two uh, with the enemies. access. Yeah, <laughs> tossing a Fiat and you got yeah. a real field day. <laughs> Fiat's are Fiat's are such pieces of shit. Are they for the? Oh god, they're fucking terrible. It's a British car. Chrysler fucking owns. Oh them. Yeah, 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 and fucking fucking chrysler and i am going on the record bashing chrysler yes <laughs> and and so i did before i bought this car i did all this research yeah and uh <laughs> here i am having trouble yeah. so i mean it doesn't matter but so chrysler owns jeep chrysler owns Fiat, and I'm pretty sure they want to get rid of them. But there's this um, Jeep has Jeep Renegade, mm-hmm. which are just Fiats. 
So what they do is they tell people this Jeep Renegade is made in Italy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not made, some shitty Fiat engine that's made here. <laughs> yeah. That's their, like, marketing tactic. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, um, that's why I don't, like, newer cars now have that the push button ignition does yours have a push button yeah and i don't i mean I, it's been okay so far but it just to me it's just asking for problems yeah like, it is it what is. what problem are you solving by pushing a button instead of like putting the key in yeah. and turning it you know like i rented a car and it had the push button thing and it just made me always worry about my key your like car's push button isn't it no mine isn't really no i put a key in there oh wow and turn it on and like that would be like if i liked two cars the same i would choose the one without the push button oh like there's i just don't understand what the point of it is I mean, other than being cooler or whatever, you know. I mean, it's saving no time. No, I don't know. And and I don't know if it's necessarily cheaper or... I, to to me, me, it's just one more thing that will yeah, break. One more thing to that's, get messed up. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. I had a... I don't know. I don't know who it was. A, a teacher or co-worker or boss or something who used to always say the best car because like there were people saying like no this is the best car no this is Mm -hmm. the best car and this guy was like the best car is the one with the longest warranty because they all suck they're all going to break down so whoever's going to fix it for you the longest is the best right i don't know if that's true or not i mean i understand the like the point behind it but i thought about that as my as all my freaking dash is lighting up with all these like symbols that i've never (laughs) seen before Mm -hmm. like who's gonna have to pay for this am i gonna have to like pay for my engine my computer to be totally right. redone or whatever hopefully it doesn't come to that but we'll see i don't think it will hopefully just 90 percent of computer problems it seems like just you know shut it off restart it <laughs> and it's fine, right right know? right um shut it down and restart <clears throat> that solves a lot of problems um all right uh, should we go movies or sleep? Let's go sleep because you're going to have something to say about this because I'm picking it. I'm choosing it just because of a conversation that we had in last episode or that episode okay. before. Okay, so the, there's this study published in this journal, Sleep. I can't believe there's a journal called Sleep, which, like, there's an entire journal about sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like, how often is this thing – how much – how much is there to do about sleep? Uh, probably a lot. I don't know. But it, what, uh, anyway, people who slept a maximum of six hours a night, mm-hmm. okay, a maximum of six hours a night for two weeks had cognitive responses on this test. So you, they gave people the, this test every two hours over this period of time. Okay. What was it called? I don't know. Some kind of cognitive test. Okay. okay. People who slept a max of six hours for two weeks did as poorly as people who were kept awake for two days. Uh, are you hinting at something? <laughs> no. So, and it took 10 days. So 10, 10 straight days of six hours of sleep. And they did as poorly as people who were awake for two straight days. And they said the kicker was like the people, they didn't even know that they were doing poorly. 
they didn't report being feeling more tired. They didn't report feeling like drained or like out of it or anything. So that's really scary because I because <laughs> I do cognitive tests for my job <laughs> constantly. Not on yourself though. Can you pass your own tests? Oh, yes. <laughs> absolutely. I have them memorized. <laughs> okay. So it's just memorization right. for you at this point. But I mean, when I'm, six hours is a luxury. <laughs> That's, That's what they're saying is most people aren't, that it's not a luxury. You need more than that. And I, I just, it must have been two episodes ago because um, we were talking about what the hell? What's <laughs> on your face? I have no. I think it's one of my daughter's hairs, or is like <laughs> stuck to my beard, or I have like a twelve-inch, like beard hair that's okay. Anyway, is, is sorry, it, okay. it's gone. Um, uh, because yeah, we were talking about um, the Sunday scaries, and you mm-hmm. said just to like stay up and like, what are these people doing the rest of the week? Right. But like. They are doing well on cognitive tests because they're getting at least six hours of sleep a night. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I mean, I think to me it seems, but then you'll also read some studies and it'll say like eight hours is a general guideline and some people will need more and some people will need less, you know. I've heard. And like as you get older, you obviously need less. Mm -hmm. And I have found, I mean, I, I, Actually, the past couple years have needed more, I think. I've been getting less Mm -hmm. periodically, but, like, now if I get eight hours of sleep, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, that's nice, you know? Yeah, I think if you can pinpoint what your REM cycle is, then you can get by on whatever. Yeah. You can get by on three hours. If you um, regulate your... REM, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I just... Because Herschel Walker gets like four hours or less every night. So does Donald Trump, okay? Don't compare Herschel Walker and... Herschel Walker... They're both like 239 pounds. They're like the same thing. (laughs) Herschel Walker's a beast still. Herschel Walker is crazy. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean... It, sleep is just interesting to me because of like the various things that can affect it and like like drinking Dr- oh, like yeah. Imp- yeah. it never used to impact it mm-hmm. for me you know but like now if sometimes if i drink <clears throat> a lot of times i don't know what the cutoff is but if i drink a significant amount I know I'm only sleeping like three hours, and then there's like no chance of going to sleep after that. Right, right. I, th- I think when I turn like I don't know, like thirty-eight, maybe is when I notice that might be. Yeah, when I drink a lot, like I'll wake up after three hours and I'm wide awake. It's infuriating, and it's really strange. Yeah, and, and but the wild thing is uh, if I. <laughs> drink a lot i have the craziest dreams so oh, do you part of me is kind of intrigued they're yeah like not nightmares they're yeah like the psychedelic dreams you you watch in like tv shows yeah. where the characters having a dream and all this weird shit's happening yeah i have that weird shit happening yeah well it's uh pretty entertaining my my brother my sister's husband said that he, the same thing happens to him and he said that if if 
like he'll go to sleep and then like when he wakes up he'll just stay up for a couple of hours and then he's like back into sleep like right. deep sleep again but he said you have to ride it out like for him it's a minimum of two hours <laughs> and then he can get back to sleep but usually like often like two hours it's going to be time to get up and go to work or whatever right. you know so like it's just i just know like and i think part of it's probably psychological too because you know if i if i was staying up late and like went to bed at one and then slept till four and then i'm like all right now i got to get up at six and i'm that i just see the clock ticking and i'm like go to sleep go to sleep go to sleep and that just makes me not want to go to sleep mm-hmm. not not be able to go to sleep you know right it's all <clears throat> psychological so anyway all right well well, whatever you do, don't stay awake for two days because that's really going to impact your cognitive function. I think the longest I've been up was f- 41 straight hours. 41? Yeah. For what? Uh, back Traveling? Al- no, back a long time ago. Well, actually, no, because when we went to England, I was taking naps periodically on the plane, but... Um, I had to, like, years and years and years ago, like, 11 years ago, I was um, falling behind on some paperwork, and I stayed up to get caught up. But I had to... I think I remember this. I think I remember you telling me about this. Like, I had to just... But then you had to go to work the next day, too, right? uh Yeah. Uh And then I finished everything the following day so i think it was like 41 hours i was i was up so i i think i was moving things seem slow motion yeah yeah i think the longest i think i hit 30 or 31 hours we went to when my kids were young we went to disney world Mm -hmm. we drove to disney world i like slept during the day and we left at like 3 p.m. or something mm-hmm. or maybe it was I don't I, I don't remember the timing of it but we drove to Disney World and then um we went to as soon as we got down there I had been up all night the kids slept in the car and then we went to the Disney park like as soon as we got there mm-hmm. so I'd stayed up all night and then went and spent an entire day at the park and then like we got settled in our hotel and everything and then I went to sleep after that and it was like I was wiped out because like just that drive alone is enough to wipe you out and then the drive alone and then going to the park it was just like holy cow and I just remember being so happy to go to sleep like (laughs) oh man exactly what I needed but I mean I don't even know if I've hit 24 hours in a long time yeah I I don't know I think the longest since then maybe I don't know, maybe 22 hours, I don't know. Yeah. If, if that. Yeah. yeah. I Well, I guess I did hit, uh, I hit probably 22 or 23 hours when I took my son to Washington, D.C. in August. And we, I had gotten up and then that night we drove to D.C. and we ended up stuck in traffic for like an hour and a half or something, like just outside of D.C. So we were... I don't know. I don't remember the timing on it, but we were up for a long time. 
All right. So I did you ever see this movie Whitewater Summer? Do you remember this movie from I, the eighties? I haven't ever heard of it. Kevin Bacon and Sean Astin. No. Oh man, I wish you would have seen it. We're, let's can't. pause it and you go watch it. Okay. <laughs> Whitewater Summer. Whitewater Summer is it, is this pre Footloose? Uh, no, this no. is post Footloose. Okay. So. And I watched it. It's 1987. Footloose was like 83 or 84, 84 I think. yeah. So <clears throat> it's 1987, and it's one of those that I saw like probably repeatedly over the first couple of years that it was out, and then I haven't seen since then. And I've thought about it from time to time, but haven't watched it. And I was watching for a, I was looking for a movie to watch with my kids, and I just saw this one, and I was like, "Yes, this is. Let's watch this one." So the story is, Sean Astin is this like thirteen or fourteen year old kid who lives in New York City with his parents, and is like a computer nerd kid, only computer nerd city kid, and Kevin Bacon is a like a camp wildlife camping guide who takes kids on like couple week wildlife adventures to like expose them to nature like Mm -hmm. specifically kids who don't get exposed to nature so sean astin doesn't want to go and his parents make him essentially and then the, the entire movie is just like Kevin Bacon making Sean Astin do things that he doesn't want to do. And there's like a group of four kids, including Sean Astin, making him do things that he that he doesn't want to do and telling him like, you can do it. And Sean Astin being like, no, I can't. And then making him do it. And, and like there's a scene where they have to like walk across this rope bridge over this gorge. And um, was that is training for being Frodo. Sean, yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but um, have you ever walked on a rope bridge? Uh, just, just in India, and then this white guy was trying to chop it down because this like crazy bald guy was chasing us. Are you sure that's not Indiana Jones? <laughs> <laughs> I was like India. <laughs> when did you go to India? I have not walked on a uh, bridge. The uh, what's the what's the little kid's name? Um, short short round. Short round. Short round. Was he there? Yes. <laughs> or were you him? Well, hey, both of us are Asian. <laughs> um, I I went on one at the place that I go that I've gone zip lining. They have okay. like when you're going through the trees, and I went went. Um, I've gone a few times, and I went this past summer, and as I was going across, I thought of, and maybe I've thought of it every time I've gone, but, like, I've thought of that movie because they cross a bridge, Mm -hmm. and they also, like, uh, they do these asides where, like, Sean Astin explains, like, why he thinks things are a bad idea or whatever, and he does this, like, little display of, like, putting an egg on the rope bridge and oh trouble and the egg falls to the ground and he says that's his head exploding but as i'm 
as I'm crossing the road bridge, that's what I'm thinking of. And I'm like tied off to, you know, with like a line. So if I fall off and they're even like, you know, take pictures and act like you're falling off and like, okay, easy for you to say you didn't watch this movie 30 years ago. But anyway, now, so when I was a kid, I was really sympathetic to Sean Astin because like, here's this kid, he's not in nature, he's really uncomfortable. Kevin Bacon's this jerk who's making him do all these things he doesn't want to do. And, like, I was, I didn't live in the city, but, like, I didn't spend time in nature when I was a kid. Like, I wasn't going on hikes and camping and all that stuff. But now, as an adult, I identify with Kevin Bacon because now I'm like, just do it, kid. Like, would you stop complaining? Like, he's not going to let anything happen to you. Just go. And I just think it's interesting how my perspective has changed. Mm-hmm. And I, I meant to ask my kids, like, I think my kids identified more with Kevin Bacon, too, because they made a couple comments about, like, just what are you complaining about, you mm-hmm. know? But there is one scene where he just leaves him, like, hanging off a rock on a rope, like, on the side of this mountain and just, like, leaves him there. And I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, like, that that's a little extreme. Is- but this a comedy or it's not it's like an action drama but like parts of it are funny but that's not that's not the intent what's the plot are 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 they're like they're a heist that they accidentally come across or no it's just the just the adventure of like going on this hike and like there's the, the like, kid, the kid like getting used to things, there's and like no bad guys. There's no bad guys. It's it's the, not it's not stand by me. The antagonist is 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 just Kevin Bacon. Yeah, it's the it's the it's Kevin Bacon versus Sean Astin. Does he the, does Sean Astin win him over? Um, I I'm, I don't want to ruin it for okay. you. What do you think? I gotta well. I, I mean, mean, it's an '80s like coming of age story. Right. Well, in... They reach an understanding. My version, he stabs Kevin Bacon and eats him and (laughs) gets out of the woods because he turns really hardcore. Well, there's... There is a scene where, you know, there there is a bit of of a... Oh, man. There is a bit of a revolt. Mm -hmm. And the four kids are like, we're going home! And they like march off, and as soon as they are, as they're marching off, I'm. You guys are like thirty miles from civilization. Where the hell do you think you're going? You don't know how to get home. You need this guy. Stop pissing this guy off. Right. And that comes to a resolution too. But it's just, I don't know. It, it's. I liked not having seen the movie for so long and then watching it, and like I could remember. I couldn't remember all of the movie. I remembered some of it. But I vividly remembered like identifying with Sean Astin much more, and now I'm like Sean Astin's just a little whiner. Like, get over it, dude. Did it hold up overall? Yeah, it did. Okay. I I read some reviews about it online, and some of the reviews, like some just like you viewer reviews, were pretty tough on yeah. it, and like didn't like it as Fuck much. Fucking but, Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> well, they one guy wrote a review and said like this this movie just stole ideas from all these other movies and like i didn't even read that i was just like yeah shut up but those it's uh movies were from like 1999 and 2000 <laughs> right yeah afterwards yeah. yeah so i don't know it was uh 
one of those that I hadn't thought about in a long time, but then when I did think about it, I was happy to be able to go back and watch it again and to be able to show it to my kids. All right. Go ahead. Did you have something? Yeah. So do you remember back years ago, and I think it was the mid to late 90s, there was this odd factory on Route 30 that wasn't quite finished. It was, we weren't sure what it was. We would drive past, past there and have these like theories of what it was. I uh, Did it just become Albanese candy? Yes. Okay. And... He, yeah, because for a while it wasn't open. I drive by there every day, uh-huh. twice a day. And I, just looking at it, it's fucking huge. Yeah. Uh, and they recently added more, yeah, more, added more. more to it. But it just made me think back, back then, like what took so long was it operating then i think because i think we we thought they were making like china white heroin there and didn't (laughs) didn't dave actually drive i think he went there and asked like what it was like he he asked a that's a security guard yeah, or, or in, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I think they were open for a long time before they let people, before they had like a store. Right. You know, and like somebody had the genius idea, hey, we're a candy factory. We should be a candy store too. Right. And like, yeah, no duh. But I remember like right after 9-11 when I was working at the grocery store, it was a big deal that they had like army men gummies. Okay. So they were open back then. Okay. Like it's been that and, long. And there's a a Albanese candy and nut shop by Yeah, that's the Taft. This, uh-huh. Which I don't know how long that's been there. Uh it's been there six six or seven years, I would say, no, at least. Longer than that. Yeah. Definitely longer. I've been going there six or seven years. I don't know if it was there before the like Oh, you think maybe it was there? Opened. Oh, it could be. Yeah. I never noticed that before, but in like I I'll go there sometimes because mm-hmm. it's a big difference between going there and then like going through all the shopping area right. to go to the other place. But Right. I in one of the other things I was uh, thinking about also in the in this like anti sugar world, uh-huh. they're still kicking ass. Yeah, how do they do that? I mean, how do how is because people say they're Albanese the exception? Like, is it because it's fresh candy? No, it's because people say they're anti sugar, but they're still a, they're still addicts. <laughs> I mean, just saying, like, sugar is bad. Like, I say sugar is bad, and I had, like, five Girl Scout cookies today. Like, which ones? I had Dositos, which... The those? are those? All right. Dositos, I think, are the peanut butter sandwich ones. Did they change the n- name? I, I think some of them have more than one name. Okay. okay, there's, I learned this. The, I bought them for my friend's daughter. And so we were talking about the, the cookies. And she mm-hmm. said that there's actually 
two factories that make Girl Scout cookies. And apparently the ones that we get around here are from the bad factory, or at least the one that aren't the ones that aren't as good. So if you go to other places, they get them from a different factory. And I had heard that there was more than one factory before. But the other factory is like higher quality. So I want to get like, and I think depending on what factory you get, some of them have different names. And I know that like Samoas, which are the coconut ones. Don't, god damn it. Those cookies piss me off. Why? So, okay. So just, uh, in you just mentioned why, actually. Because sometime in our childhood, we had the good factory. Because those cookies were the best. Okay. And you think they're not as good now? I bought some from a friend's kid like five years ago. Uh-huh. And they fucking suck. They're bad. They... they pull the J's. Yeah. They like changed the <laughs> r- r- recipe, but but I'm like just now learning that maybe they're just from a bad factory that they didn't change any. Yeah, so I don't they basically have one factory that keeps following and then one cost cutting factory. Is <laughs> I don't this know. what's happening? I don't know. Me I don't know. But like the so the dosidos, which are the peanut butter sandwich mm-hmm. ones, I, I meant to look this up because we were talking about the other name for dosidos and I can't remember what it was. But but um I opened up a sleeve of those and all the cookies the bottom cookie is flipped the wrong way. So like it really is a crap factory. Right. Like there's two like there's the flat side of the of the there's the two cookies and peanut butter in between. There's the flat side of the cookie and then there's the cookie that has like the little design on it. And it's supposed to be like the two flat sides are pressed up against the peanut butter so you mm-hmm. see the design on either side. That's not how Oh, I actually took a picture. Here I'll show <laughs> I'll show Hey, here here's something for our Instagram. See like they're supposed to be like that on the outside, but the whole sleeve had flat, had the, the bottom cookie was like that. And there were actually two cookies that were just the little pieces of cookie, not the sandwich. So, like, the whole sleeve was, like, all messed up. Half-assed. Yeah. So, they were still delicious, though. I still love them. Yeah. But, um... So I got those. I ate a couple of those. I ate a couple of the s'mores ones, which are a newer one. Okay. They they they're good. Thin mints. I didn't have any thin mints today. Tagalongs, which are the peanut butter, peanut butter chocolate covered peanut butter ones. Okay. They're good with like a crisp cookie in it too. What are the sh- the shortbread ones called? Shortbread that? ones are trefoils. They might okay, have had I a different like name too. Yeah, those are those are fine. I like. I mean, I don't dislike any. They're of basic. Them. Yeah, but I. And, oh, and there's a little uh, there's a little Girl Scout cookie caper in my house too because I bought seven boxes of cookies. Okay, mm-hmm. I came home with seven boxes of cookies in a plastic bag. I open the bag. I open up Thin Mints and like distribute Thin Mints among the kids. And then by the time I get, and I leave them on the counter, and by the time I get home the next night, there's only six boxes there. 
and miraculously nobody knows what happens to the se- what happened to the seventh box and i think it was samoas but i don't even remember what it was cuz like i don't have any samoas but i think that i ordered some did you check in with each kid yeah and they all swear that they did didn't they take s- it hey, those were other kids no they all swear <laughs> that they yeah they all swear that they didn't take it and like they're I I have a strong suspicion of the child who I thought <laughs> who I think took it, and I'm not going to name any names, but it's it's a commonly held belief among my other children who took it, and I'm just looking for evidence. <laughs> but I mean, and I I even gave them like immunity, like if you took the cookies. Like, just let me know so I know what happened to the cookie. Because it doesn't matter. You just no. want to know. I want to know, yeah. like, that there's not some Girl Scout cookie ghost or something. Like, what <laughs> the hell happened to this box of cookies? So then I'm like, all right, I'm taking these into my room. So I bring this bag of Girl Scout cookies into my room. Nobody's going in my room to eat them. So now I'm the only one eating these damn cookies. So... I don't know. I mean, there are worse things in the world than just eating endless Girl Scout cookies. But but then I but then I do things like okay, I'll have I've been on the, I've been on this Greek yogurt kick, so I'll have like you know a little bowl of Greek yogurt in the morning, and then I'll grab a cookie, and then I won't eat the entire day, and then I'll come home and I'll eat like three more cookies, and then I'll be like, okay, that's enough. And then that's all I'll eat all day is just like four cookies and some yogurt. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll end up grazing a little bit after that. But like I justify eating the cookies by like, oh, they're the, like, they're the only calories I'm getting. Right. Well, so I hope a there's great justification. I hope there's some serious nutrition in those cookies because. Oh, yeah. There's there's tons of riboflavin in those. Cookies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Speaking of getting nutrition from food at work we're we're doing these this like another office wants to do this program of like offering snacks for students that are hungry (laughs) so for the food insecurity that we talked about before so we started this program on thursday where we offer snacks in our office and the other office like came up with what all the snacks are. So for the first snack, they wanted like an energy bar. Are they offered like <clears throat> like a energy bar and then tomorrow it's like jerky and then tomorrow the day Well, or... the 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 original plan is just to offer it like twice a week. So, like, Thursday we offered uh, an energy bar. Tomorrow we're offering uh, cuties, the tangerines. So, like, I went and bought, like, 120 cuties at the store today. But the energy bars that they had us order... Okay, now we're never going to have Home City Ice as a sponsor because of how much shit you talk about Home City Ice. And... and who the hell wants home home <laughs> shitty ice anyway? 
But we're for sure not going to have Quest Energy Bars as a sponsor either, because <laughs> that's what we ordered, and those things are horseshit, man. <laughs> it, they are horrendous. They they made us order a variety pack, okay? So it's like two dollars a bar, like two twenty five a bar, mm-hmm. and I ordered a hundred bars, so it's like. 220 bucks I spent on these shitty bars. And the variety, it's like 18 bars in a pack. So there's like chocolate chip cookie dough and double fudge brownie and like raspberry blah, blah, blah. And like all these really good flavors. And you're looking at them like, these are going to be pretty good. Of course, I had to like taste one beforehand to be sure we're giving them quality product. So I tear one open. Like, it it looks horrendous. Mm -hmm. Just, like, the texture was, it's just, like, super thick. I take a bite of it, and it, like, there's, the flavor's just off. Like, it's just bad. Mm -hmm. And so I ate, like, some of it. And then, like, after I'm done eating, it leaves this disgusting flavor in my mouth. And then I have a stomach ache. Ooh. For, like... 40 minutes after, maybe longer than that, like an hour after. Okay. And I thought, okay, maybe it's just that flavor. So then the next day I tried a different one, same thing. So then I gave one to Jackie, my coworker. And here, take this. Yeah. And I didn't it tell tastes, her. It tastes like shit. I didn't, try it. I didn't tell her what I thought of it. I was just like, here, try it. And she, and I checked back with her a few minutes later and she's like, uh, I don't really like it. And I was like, I don't either. And she said, it's, it leaves like a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. And then like half an hour later, I said, how's your stomach? She's like, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, it doesn't. So then one of the women from the other offices came and I was like, here, you know, try I ordered these, try them so you can see what you think. And then she reported back like the next day mm-hmm. that she couldn't even get through hers either. So like we bought these bars for students. That you're going to poison. That Like you're not going to worry about being hungry now because you don't feel like eating. But each bar has like 42% of your daily protein in one bar and like 50% of your daily fiber. So it at least it has that <laughs> at least it has that going for it but it's and like Why'd no you sugar. buy those they that's what they told me to buy oh and they they um consulted with a nutritionist and like I'm always skeptical of nutrition. I'm sorry if any of you guys are nutritionists out there, but I'm always skeptical of nutritionists. Just, I don't, ever since I read um, The Omnivore's Dilemma by Michael Pollan, that turned me off of nutritionists. But um, I, I don't know. I just, they, they, they're just not good. And I feel bad giving them to people. And like, do you have to put them out though? I mean, yeah, I had to put them out and like we have, but like nobody's going to come back for those. Right. Like there's no way I, we're going to have to, and we didn't tell them in the email what the snack was. We just told mm-hmm. them like come for a snack. So tomorrow when I send another email saying like we have a snack, I'm going to have to tell them like, it's not those disgusting bars we gave you the other day. Like come for some actual good food. So Quest, if any anybody from Quest is listening, you need to up your flavor and non-sickness game. And, like, do something about the mouthfeel. <laughs> like yeah, it just, what is that? It just, like, coats your mouth with 
like bad. It, I was so pissed because I am on a no pop streak still. And I had one of those on Thursday, and you I had to felt have a pop. I felt so bad. I was like, I got to get a pop. I got to get. I held out. I didn't get one. I still haven't had any pop. But it was it will power, man. It was bad. Hmm. So too much riboflavin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought to you by riboflavin. <clears throat> All right. Well. Okay, this is good. Speaking of things that taste bad, I'm all for legalization of pot, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, Illinois, it's legal in Illinois now. It's legal in a lot of places. California, obviously, for a long time. It's, you know, 10 years from now, it's going to be legal everywhere, and we're going to wonder, like, why was it ever illegal? Right. So I have no problem with that. The problem I have is... People who are smoking, and if you're smoking pot, here's a PSA for you. You still smell like shit after you smoke it. (laughs) So take that into account. I can't tell you the number of times I've walked past people that have obviously just smoked, and it just like wafts off of them. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to smoke, don't do it in your car. Don't do it in a phone booth or wherever the hell you're doing it in a tight space that it's, like, absorbing into your clothes. Don't you have to do it at your house? I, I think so. I think it has, it's like... Still, it's it's kind of like alcohol. Right. Like, I can't bust out a can of beer when right. I'm driving on 94, right? Right, right. But people are because, like, Obvious. I smell yeah, it. Right. I, and, like, I, like, there's not the... Maybe there's not the stigma with it anymore but like you're you still smell so do something about it like take that into account before you smoke (laughs) have a brownie instead yeah like or (laughs) like smoke outside or smoke or get the hell away from me at least (laughs) but i and it's just like you know you you smell it and then you're like, okay, who? if there's a lot of people around, you're like, all oh, right, who the hell is it so I can get away from you? Do you know what's what's uh, odorless? Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you got to... I know. That's... You sniffle, sniffles drive me crazy. When cocaine's legalized, I'll sign up. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to this. Uh, episode of WTF the other day with Mark Marin, and he was talking about how his um, like parents and aunts and uncles and stuff, especially like aunts and uncles, like he would go to family functions when he was a kid, and they were just so casual about it, like they would just have cocaine on the table, really, and they would just like do a line, like on the table, like in front of everybody. It was just like recreational. Hey, I mean, yeah, if you're able to control it then yeah well he what? said he said like that that was like that's the seed what bed of like <laughs> what messed him up you know because he's like don't then, blame it on other people yeah. your your family sounds cool he then he's like yeah and then you know 
you do cocaine the first time and then you're like always going after that first high off of it that you know you can never get again and then like you're sitting in a house you're doing it too much <laughs> you're sitting in a house for 30 hours with people you don't even like <laughs> like talking and <laughs> talking endlessly and like thinking you're figuring out the world's problems but really you're just talking a bunch of stupid shit with other idiots that don't know anything can can you get hooked on amphetamines uh, I don't, I think we're so. not drug experts here. So yeah, I think so. not meth, right? You don't mean meth. You don't mean, mean methamphetamines. You mean like greenies, greenies, like the speed, the speed. Mickey Mantle special. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Mantle special. <laughs> I don't know. Because I wonder about these baseball players. Well, so they outlawed greenies, what, like five years ago? And yeah, magically perfect that. games and no-hitters increase, like, up the ass. Yeah. So tell me there's no correlation there. They, yeah. Yeah, they're ch- – let baseball players take amphetamines because I <laughs> it pisses me off when some no-name pitcher throws a fucking perfect game. It just yeah. – fucking irritates me and he can gets tell. He, and he gets all this pub and it's like so obvious yeah it's because the other team is coming off an eight game road trip and they can't take amphetamines anymore <laughs> okay that's why okay i, I swear i never that, thought of that i swear that is why the number of no hitters and perfect games has increased they're just too down and they can't they are too yeah. down because it's a grueling schedule that would be interesting to look at like the, the to see if there is a correlation it isn't because those. pitchers are throwing hard because these are stroke pitchers they're like yeah like it's not um no max scherzer having a perfect game yeah like it's not verlander although he's whatever it's he's cheating too yeah he's miraculously getting better as he's getting older felix hernandez is getting worse but he's younger than verlander and verlander is getting better yeah yeah it's probably kate hudson she's probably giving him like good drugs or something Hudson. it's not kate hudson uh, kate upton upton yeah yeah Yeah, but yeah, so so I'm, I am pro amphetamine and in baseball. Yeah, in baseball, it, it just gives a level playing field. There's um, there's a and, and like pitchers especially because pitchers starting pitchers only throw every five days. They mm-hmm. only start every five days, so they they don't have that grueling day to day stuff that like position players do. Right. I mean, they're still traveling and whatever, <laughs> right. but they're just hanging out for a lot of the part. Um, there are these dog, I don't know what they are, dog bones or like dental bones or something. Well, they have amphetamines in them? They're called greenies. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if there's a correlation. Your dog's like running around chasing his tail constantly afterwards. What is that? What does that come from? Greenies? Like, were they green or Yeah. Were they were? I'm okay. pretty sure. But are they pills? Yeah. We have to do more drugs. I think about it all the time. <laughs> For the record, I can't because of my job. And I wouldn't ever. I can't even. Um, we can't even do uh, that uh, CBD oil. Oh, you can't? Yeah. There's a company policy. I, I, 
I yeah. follow it, but yeah, uh, man, man, if these drug <laughs> job policies were repealed, a little more lenient. <laughs> um, well, I had a parent, and, and I, I wouldn't even. <clears throat> Fuck around with CBD oil. The first drug I'm going for is amphetamines <laughs> because I just want to see what it's like. Just don't do methamphetamines. No, no, dude, no, you're... no, no. I don't want to have rotten teeth. No. Who the fuck wants rotting teeth? Okay. Well, I don't I, think they're going after the rotting teeth. I think they're going after whatever the. I don't, but, I'm not even clear what that so, does. So I live life by the cost benefit ratio and. The the cost right, benefit yeah. ratio of of crystal meth is yeah. just not there. Yeah, it is all cost. Yeah, right. Okay, so spoken like but somebody am, who's never done it. But amphetamines, <laughs> man, benefits a little bit higher. Yeah, well, I feel like I'm getting ripped off because I'm just I'm just like fucking up my teeth with diet coke, and I'm right. not even getting the. The high off of it. No more Diet Coke. Um, I had a parenting win yesterday, though, or I felt like one because I was joking around with my son, who's 15. And I don't know. We said something. I said something about um, I, I can't remember what we were talking about. But he said crack when he meant cocaine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it's cocaine. He's like, oh, those are different. And I was like, all right, my son doesn't know that crack and cocaine are two different things. That's good. Isn't isn't crack a form of coke? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's different. It's like crystallized. I, I, Did you teach him? No, I didn't tell him anything <laughs> about it. He doesn't need to know. No, I, 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 I was just happy that he didn't. He thought that they were like, you know interchangeably right you know the same the same thing you just use like two different words for it but or all right just keep your ignorance there um but getting back to the pot thing i think i think there's a there's a definite money making opportunity here other than just like selling pot (laughs) but like if you can if somebody can figure out a way to like a spray or something that can cover that smell up like not 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 cover it up but like remove it right like something like that so like you know i mean maybe you just sell it with like okay you're buying pot here's your whatever lotion spray like i don't know a little like um like a ball that you put that absorbs the i don't know something so people don't stink so bad it just annoys the shit out of me, as you can tell. You can uh, <clears throat> try to make one. Yeah. Corner the market. With my serious background in chemistry and all that stuff, yeah. yeah. I can – I have no background in chemistry. All right. Well, one more thing before we go. Driving – to okay, I've taken – I've been driving to work for at this job for almost 17 years. And 17 years in April, right? In May, yeah. May. And um, <laughs> I, what are you laughing about? So on the day you interviewed for that job, April 23rd, 2003, we were driving to the Pearl Jam show in Champagne. Champagne yeah. And that in. 
and I was driving. We were excited for both Pearl Jam and this possible job mm-hmm. that uh, Brett was getting. And uh, I wasn't paying attention, and I exited off on this road, and I started driving on the left-hand side, <laughs> which you promptly yelled and said, what the fuck are you driving in England? So, And I was driving on the left for, for apparently a longer time than made Brett comfortable. <laughs> Luckily, there were no cars coming. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Well, thanks for getting us there and back without killing us. No problem. <laughs> um, speaking of Pearl Jam, here's here. After you guys get done listening to this episode, track down the new Pearl Jam called song called Super Blood Wolf Moon. You'll be happy you did. It's freaking fantastic. Guitar the that guitar solo, guitar solos. Are, I, when I heard that, <clears throat> like that's like Eddie Van Halen stuff. Very like, reminiscent is, of eighties um, metal. Yeah, which is awesome. Just fantastic. Yeah. The whole song from beginning to end is just like what. Um, okay, so driving to work, there was this guy that stood in the island of. We're Stony Island in South Chicago and 79th or something come together, 76th something come together. It's like a six-way intersection. And this guy stood in the island selling the Chicago Mm Sun-Times. And he was an older guy and he would – and like, you know, it's all commuters. So everybody, you know, you're there every day. You see the guy. Every If you want a paper, you can get a paper from the guy. You know what he's selling. As opposed to like sometimes I see guys there that are selling like dish towels or bath towels. Well, I mean, it's or, more functional than a fucking newspaper. <laughs> or fucking newspaper. Or socks. Right. I, I, I'm going to – I'm going to – I, I'm, I, I miss a newspaper. Do not tell me that. <laughs> it is the biggest waste of paper. I understand, like, the whole waste of paper thing, but there's something to be said for just, like, opening up a paper. Now, I will say the last time I, su- I subscribed to the paper, I so- stopped the subscription after, like, three days in a row. I went and I got the paper in the morning, and then I just went to the recycling bin in the backyard. Right. Like, t- totally did not even open it and read it. And, like, I don't know if I'll actually go through with that. But, like, a Sunday paper? I was thinking about that the other day. Like, how much I loved the Sunday paper. Right. And, like, Parade. Do you remember reading Parade magazine? I do. Uh, yeah. It, I don't even know if that's in the Sunday paper. Or the comic Slylock Fox. Yeah. Trying to figure out Slylock Fox every Ex- Sunday. Yeah. Like, there's something to be said for the Sunday paper. And it's an excellent memory <clears throat> not to be repeated. <laughs> Papers are worthless. One, it's old news. That's that's a major problem. Two, but you can get more in depth. Two, it's a waste of paper. Three, they don't care what's in the paper. That they, they care about the ads. They right. Yeah. The content is low on their list. Yeah. It is advertising. That's how everything is, though. Like Facebook, everything online. Like, it's all ads. That's that's digital. Right. Okay, that's fine. But the... I'm (laughs) anti-newspaper. I am not anti, like, what the paper is Fake news? Is that your problem? Right, right. (laughs) Okay, the Washington Post, awesome, whatever, okay? 
content is yeah. fine, but overall, it, it's oh god, it just it pisses me off. I feel bad because I have this newspaper collection of like newspapers from like I think the earliest one I have is when Comiskey Park opened in 1990 and then like just whenever like major events would happen I would collect Mm -hmm. the newspaper and I have like a whole bin of newspapers but it stops in like I don't know at some point when I stop getting the newspaper and like so I don't have any newspapers after such and such date I do have I did write something that was in the Chicago Tribune about the Cubs World Series parade on election day in 2016. It showed up and it was in the Chicago Tribune, this big long editorial thing that I did. And I do have that paper. But right. other than that, like. You just dodge being a hoarder. I got to keep that paper. <laughs> I got to keep that bundle because in yeah, you know, right. fucking February of 1987, this happened. Yeah. Well. Um, Anyway, getting back to the Sun-Times guy. So he's standing there every day. You see him every day. And, like, in the winter, he'd have, like, a bucket that he would start a fire in to stay warm. Okay. Metal? Yeah. Like a metal bucket. Yeah. Luckily. And, (laughs) and like, the bucket would be there, like, he would just keep the bucket there all the time. And, like, so, and, like, he's just, like, part of your day. You see the guy, like, selling the Mm Sun-Times, you know? And, like, even when he would be gone for, like on vacation or whatever, whatever he's not there, I don't know. Like, I would be like, oh, where's the guy, you know? And a couple times there was somebody else selling it, but he always came back. Last week it occurred to me, I haven't seen that guy in a long time. And I have no idea when the last time I saw him was, probably more than a year. Mm-hmm. And it really bothers me that I never noticed that he was gone. Like, I don't, I don't remember a day where I was like, hey, where's the guy selling the paper? And now he's just not there. And I haven't seen him in a long time. And I don't know. I want to know, like, when's the day that he wasn't there? Right. And why isn't he there? Like, I mean, that's an old school thing to do, sell a newspaper on a corner, you know? And I always wondered, like, I don't know how much he's charging for the paper. I don't know how much the Sun-Times is even anymore. You know, I, I have no idea. But he can't it, they can't be selling that many there you know right. and what are they paying him to sell those papers you know the economics of it are pretty tricky i would imagine but there's something to be said i think just for the tradition of standing out there and selling it but i mean the sun times is i, I mean are they even around like you know? pages. <laughs> yeah i mean i i do um just another newspaper story i do remember my mom worked downtown from 1987 to 2000, like uh, 2000 or 2001, and would get the evening edition, the evening update edition of the Chicago Tribune mm-hmm. that would come out like every afternoon. Mm-hmm. And so they would, she would, and she would bring that home at night, and that would be how I would get like. I remember being excited as a kid seeing like the evening update. And especially during like baseball winter meetings, mm-hmm. that's how I found out about the Cubs getting George Bell in like 1990 or 1991. Mm-hmm. Like I read it in the evening update because they printed it, they found you know, and right. that's just how you got news back then without the internet. So I don't know those. I mean, that's just not how stuff works anymore. But right, I think um, before the times, there was. Um, well, the Post Tribune was the morning. I think Vidette Messenger was the afternoon. 
newspaper. Vidat Messenger. Vidat yeah. Messenger, I think, is what turned into the Times. I think the Times bought the Vidat okay. Messenger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that because it was the Hammond Times. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. out of Hammond, and Vidat Messenger was yeah. in Valpo, I think. Yeah, and the Times, <laughs> I believe, is still owned by Lee Enterprises. The Times, yeah, because the Post Tribune is owned by the Sun Times. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like there's post Tribune stuff that shows up on the Chicago Tribune website. So I'm not sure how that all <laughs> goes I together. Know. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, newspapers. Fuck them. Fuck you. I think they're cool. <laughs> there used to be at the university of Chicago, they used to have a deal that you could every, you'd have to do it every day. You'd have to go through this link that you could get access to the New York Times. Mm -hmm. And because if you go to the New York Times website, you can only read 10 articles a month without subscribing. But they would pay for a subscription that you could get access to the website every day. But they don't do that anymore. So if you want, you can get access to the paper every day through the University of Chicago Library, and you can read that day's paper but you can't access the website, which is just really inconvenient. Like it, the actual paper paper? Well, you can get the paper. They get the paper paper, but you can get it Do online. Do they have it on too. that big-ass stick? I don't know. Probably <laughs> so. Those sticks are cool, too. What, like, were, the, what were those for? Be, it, just to keep the, keep the paper on something. Okay. So it wasn't just like a free-floating thing, but right. then like still separate. I don't know. Remember that was at the was South Haven Public Library. Yeah. They would have those big-ass sticks. I would always kind of just mess around with them <laughs> and, and just walk away. <laughs> then I think, you're, you're just the messing fuck around? reads a newspaper? You're, you're just messing around <laughs> in a library? Shocking. Oh, yeah. I used to hate going into libraries because I always thought that everybody there was smarter than me. I just oh, always felt so stupid. So so many good times at the South Haven Public yeah. Library. They had board games there. Oh, okay. Um, they had um, story time there. Um, just, it get kicked. I loved it. I was I was there probably three times a week for a long time. Yeah. Checking out books, obviously. Um, there is yeah. no better use of public funds mm -hmm. than a library. Yeah. Like, there, your public library, like, you can get... I just downloaded audiobooks on my phone for free from the library. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah. And, like, movies and, like, make use of your public library. I don't go as much... When my kids were little, we went to the library. Every Saturday we would go to the library. We haven't been in a long time. But I still make use of some stuff online so make use of your public library yes all right you know what else oh I, brian last episode we were talking about the clear ice brian made he made another batch he showed it to me he held up his glass of whiskey you could not even see the ice two he, more batches i perfected it he perfected for sure it's awesome clear ice i you're gonna you know what you you should pour another whiskey so i can take a picture and put it on instagram okay if you're up for another whiskey i will all right that's always good. and you're gonna use your ice right well, actually, so this second whiskey has has the remnants uh, of the first clear ice cube, mm. 
then I toss it in to enhance it and just improve it. I put in some laying ice, and that's what makes it taste better. So my mouth is happy and my drink is happy because of laying ice. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. All right. That's it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Give us a five-star review. Tell your friends. Um, And... And thanks for listening, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.